Hi, I'm Steph. And I'm Matt. And this is Drink Drink with with Matt Matt and Steph, Steph. a podcast about relationships, quarantine, and and drinking. drinking. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Drink Drink with with Matt Matt and Steph. Steph. Cheers. We sound like idiots. I know. (laughs) Cheers. What are we drinking today, Matt? Mm. You said it was some kind of an old fashioned? Mm hmm. It's called a frontier old fashioned. But I think it's. Well, considering this is the Wild West. Is it a regular old fashioned made with rye or bourbon? I think technically it's rye. Oh, that's why. Because yeah. I got it off of the burp, the bullet bourbon, um, or the bullet, yeah, the bullet website, and mm-hmm. it was bullet bourbon. And I was like, oh, that's the same as an old fashioned. It's just made with bullet. And then I was like, oh, maybe it's with rye. And, and so the difference is it's made with bourbon. So hence the frontier. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, it's funny. I think we make most of our rye bourbon cocktails with bourbon. We don't usually end up getting rye. Every now I, like rye. I like rye. I like too. Rittenhouse, Rittenhouse rye is one of my yeah. favorites. Um, I apologize because I was trying to be fancy with your with the orange. So in, a, in old fashioned, you, you cut up a little piece of orange peel. And you're supposed to like you know, like give the essence around the edge. And I've, I've also read where like, or have seen bartenders and read about how you can like, l- like light, you like take the, the orange, you squeeze it and like the zest sort of goes through the flame. Oh, and, like, I love it. You know me, when uh, there's fire involved with my drink, I'm happy. Sure, except that I accidentally dropped a match in yours. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? I wondered what that was. So if yours is extra smoky, <laughs> that's why. Mm. But my apologies, but I think you like that kind of thing. I don't know. I, I, well, like I, I mean, it depends. little like dead cigar scent to your drink. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. I'm exhausted today. What about you? You know, um, I've been feeling... Like, a go, go, go. Like, I'm yeah. busy, you know what I mean? Which I know sounds weird since we're stuck inside, but I have a lot of remote meetings. I have a lot of scheming that I'm doing as far as different projects percolating. And everybody who has lost their job that might be listening to this right now, we're oh, like, geez. whatever, Matt, stop complaining. Wait, I'm not, why are you kidding me? I've lost my job. Um, I'm, I'm Half of that waiting is waiting for my unemployment, uh, waiting for unemployment to pick up. I know. You know what I mean? I think everybody feels your pain right now. Yeah, at least in, sharing it. in New York City. I, I was on trying to get on today. I think it's, I think I couldn't get on today because my day is actually tomorrow and I didn't realize that until I was setting everything up oh right because based on your last name it won't let you go through or it's just so busy that you that the like website is about to crash well that's true also uh we've got a little tip um if anyone's trying to get through to the department of labor and they're having a hard time my friend kate uh gave me um uh, her friend contacted the governor's office directly and although i was on hold for half an hour they very kindly connected me with someone who connected me with someone who was in the Department of Labor, but said that they would pass on my name and phone number to the Department of Labor. And so they might be calling me, um, you know, any minute now. But you and I share the same last name. Uh-huh. So maybe your day is really tomorrow anyway. Well, no, because my claim was already, oh, I just had to reopen la- it. Oh. Right, so I didn't have to start a new claim because I had a claim that it, it, I had started within this past year. But I year. thought any time you were trying to make any sort of claim, whether it was open or not, you had to wait till your day. I did. I didn't I didn't um, start it until Monday. Or I started it Friday our day or is, Monday. Our day is supposed to be Wednesday. Yeah, so no, I, I, I started it Friday. Like last week. Oh, okay, yeah, no, I started it last week. And then I needed to wait until Monday to call. And so I started calling yesterday. I called 100 times on my phone and then 69 times via Skype over the course of 100 and... 69. 69. 69. 
I'm actually really happy because we're freelancers. And so those of you that don't know us very well, we have our own entertainment um, event company. <laughs> we used to. <laughs> it was all live events, but now. Until the bottom knows? dropped out of the industry. If anybody wants to have a virtual birthday party, hit us up. Not a bad idea. Um, yeah, I think that could be really fun. But I, I, what I was going to say is that... Uh, most of our work is contract work. Mm -hmm. We uh, don't do a lot of um, work that involves a W-2. And when you pay your taxes through your W-2, right, that goes, a lot of that goes into your unemployment uh, benefits. But you still pay taxes when, like at the end of the year, if you're a contractor, mm -hmm. like we are. And so we are, I feel like we are paying into that in some way. I'm that, I don't know for sure, but I'm very grateful because um, the freelancers union and um, a bunch of people that are very supportive of, of giggers and, and artists um, pushed to make sure that we all had coverage under unemployment yeah. for this. And, and that's really important because we are missing out on work. Oof. You know, like it's like, I know being, we're not alone. It's like being fired basically. Yep. So. Um, and we aren't alone, and we know that. But anyway, if you are a freelancer and a gigger in, you, in New York and you didn't know that you can apply for unemployment, please get on and apply for your unemployment benefits because um, they're going to be, I think they're pretty substantial, and it's going to it's gonna make a difference um, for you. So Especially in the short term, especially in this immediate pinch. Absolutely. This drink is It's baller. really tasty. I know. I, I think know. you nailed it. Sometimes, I, I mean, I like old fashions, but sometimes they just taste like bourbon, mm -hmm. which I like. That's cool. But this one actually, uh, I mean, because you said there's simple syrup in it too, right? Simple syrup, yeah. Usually, yeah. an old fashioned is made with sugar, and you like yeah, you you um, you like you, muddle it, you muddle with... it with a bit of orange and a bit of cherry. I think sometimes. Oh, maybe I don't know about the cherry. Maybe oh, I, I, I put cherries in everything. Well, check you are. You're like a 12 year old kid with yeah, the cherries. Yeah, at least two, please. Um, I know. No, it is. It's really good. I would love to play with like a maple old fashioned. I feel oh, like sure you could do that instead of simple syrup. That could be really yummy. I don't know if send you can us, tell, we like our cocktails. Yeah, send us your old-fashioned recipes. Yes, please. And also, speaking of sending us things, so we have our website. We're about to launch it, and we would love to hear yeah. from you because this is all about uh, relationships in the time of corona. <laughs> uh, but specifically, relationships under quarantine because relationships are, are, you know, our work under the best circumstances, and now we're kind of in a, a pressure cooker. And, and I'm interested in relationships, whether it's a couple, whether it's a throuple, uh, intergenerational relationships, multi, you know, because parents and kids and grandparents might be together. If you're single and, you know, I want to hear from you too. I want to know what your experience is navigating relationships. Yeah, is your cat looking at you like, when are you going back to work? Wait a minute. Did you immediately assume <laughs> that a no, single individual has a cat? I'm not assuming. I just have a lot of friends that have said that lately. Okay, They're like, it. my cat keeps looking at me like, when, it's, are when are you leaving? Yeah. And I, I am sorry. Um, if anybody was offended by that. But I do feel very jealous of you that have pets. Yeah, I know. Because I think it's really nice. I mean, I have Matt to snuggle with. And I'm currently wearing my casual fur. He is wearing a casual fur. It actually It's not real fur. No, no, it's fake. Yeah. Uh, we don't want PETA people to come after us. No. But yeah, no, it's it's very Game of Thrones. I know. Peter Dinklage, King Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage. Those are the words that no one ever knew. Yeah, it's it's all about Peter Dinklage. Mm -hmm. uh, who married Erica Schmidt, say, who I went to Vassar with. You're, you're like less than two degrees from you got that Peter, right. Peter Dinklage. They're one of the most... I was called him Peter Schmidt. How Peter about Schmidt. that? We, you know, Erica Schmidt. Erica, oh, that's right. Peter Schmidt. Peter Schmidt. Um, yeah, no, they're like two of the most exciting, creative people uh, in the entertainment industry. 
Peter Dinklage Schmidt, please reach out to us if you feel like <laughs> Peter talking Dinklage to Schmidt. us. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah, no, it's very Game of Thrones. Or Erica. I mean, um, Erica's amazing. Yeah, I would love to her. She's a brilliant director. Mm-hmm. And, um, and writer and theater maker. Yeah, you would uh, Yeah, she created this production of Fuente Ovejuna in college, which is Lope de Vega, which I believe is the equivalent. He's like a Spanish, the Shakespeare in Spain. Um, Shakespeare in Spain. Yeah. I was going to actually say your coat also reminds me a little bit of King Lear, a little shit. Yes. It's like very King Lear meets Game of Thrones. Yes. If I knew what if King Lear, King Lear was set in Game of Thrones? That'd, That'd be cool. interesting. Yeah. Anyways, uh, what else? What else are we going to talk well, about? I oh, yeah, like oh, I said a website. So we didn't say what it was. It's called, oh, it's called drinkwithmattandsteph.com. I think that's so creative, right? To remember, yeah, yeah, totally. We were on the fence about calling it like Quarantine Couple, our, our podcast, but then. I think that's already taken. I think, oh, it is already yeah. taken. But we also were like, well, you know, we want to aim high. So, like, what happens if our podcast does well enough to make it past the coronavirus? Past the coronavirus. Minimally, this is a limited edition. We're just going to be here broadcasting live, if you can call it broadcasting. It's, I guess it's not, we're not broadcasting and it's not live. Anyways, we're, uh, yeah, we're here. Yeah, I was like, what are you saying? <laughs> through, the, through the pandemic, and we're really interested in your stories. So, because uh, we want to share them uh, with the world uh, we want to talk about our experience because yeah, it's a it's a boiler. It's what is it called? It's a pressure cooker. Yeah, let's share our friend Riley and and Amanda Wheeler's story. Oh, Can that's that? right. Oh, yeah, that's a great start. So, um, one of the things that really inspired us was that our friends Riley and Amanda were Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels. Um, we, uh, Riley, you need a nickname. Riley's Rileykins. Rileykins. Oh, that's right. Rileykins and Hot Wheels. Rileykins and Wheels. Yeah, Rileykins so and Wheels. So they have been engaged for quite some time now. And they're very dear friends of ours. Matt used to work at a, um, a boutique fitness a facility. A cheeky boutique fitness startup in Hell's Kitchen, New York Mark City. Mark Fisher, Fisher fitness, fitness. Where he met Amanda Wheeler first and then also Riley right after. And uh, it was a very lovely work romance that blossomed. And they got engaged. And uh, they have a, a wedding plan for October. Well, Riley has moved on to work somewhere else. And, and Amanda Wheeler still works at MFF. Which is short for Mark Fisher Fitness. And, uh, well, you can finish telling us. Oh, I mean, well, they're your people. Yeah, sure. So I mean, there are people. There are people. Say. Well, so I guess, yeah. So they reached out. Uh, is anyone on Marco Polo? If you are, maybe we could do like a uh, Drink with Matt and Steph Marco Polo group. That'd be kind of cool. That'd be really interesting. I'd like that. So Marco Polo is this weird, cool app where you, I, I like to think it's a combination of um, a cross between Snapchat and old school answering machines. Because, except video. Except video, yeah. So it's like Back to the Future answering machines. Because remember when Back to the Future 2 came out and it was like a video answering machine and it was so ahead of its time. I remember simultaneously loving and being disappointed with Back to the Future 2. Really? Yeah, because it was there was like so much about it that was really cool, but yeah. like it just wasn't as good. Really? And, yeah. Okay, I mean... Like, the, it just... It, it, there, well, you're right. It, there the, the, were problems with the story. It was yeah. a little bit weird at points. Well, yeah, no, the whole dystopian future. Oh, oh my, my God. God. <laughs> True. So I mean the the like the like Biff character who's like who could not be more like Donald Trump if you oh, tried. Oh I mean, my god, that'd be an interesting. You know, let's revisit it and take a look at it's that. It's so true. I mean, I think about that all the time. Like Donald Trump is is Biff in wow. Back to the Future too. Yeah. But 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 um, my feelings on it were like it was just it was okay. It was like a little it was like exciting, but it was like just a little disappointing. 
I personally think that the third one is the, is one of the best. I mean, I the first one's obviously amazing. When you know they were shooting them at the same time. No, yeah. no, no. Really? I, th- I think that I could remember. That's I could be a wrong. Lie. I think. No, I think they were shooting really? them. Really? I mean, old fact check. Hashtag fact check. But I think they were shooting them at the same time. Also, I love, love, love the like the like um, the Elizabeth that Elizabeth Shue became. Oh, that's right. Because right, there was the other girlfriend, and then it became Elizabeth Shue. Oh wow! And they like try to. I and I. You I try to cover it up. Kind yeah. Of sort of, yeah. Well, that happens in like TV shows where they start yeah. with like one person, and then sometimes like they're like maybe they'll forget, and then if you binge no, watch it, never. Especially now because you see it all at one at once. Yeah. You know? There that happens in Gilmore Girls. If you're a Gilmore Girls fan, there's in the beginning the woman who owns the inn. That um, the dragonfly and well, it becomes no, the dragonfly no, no, no. before no the independence and the woman who oh. runs it that Lorelai like it's like her surrogate mother that actress is a different actress than like seasons later oh interesting oh no yeah seasons later she this other out. woman comes in and I forget the actress's name but she's actually a, a more well known actress oh, got it. and 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 in this episode gets married and you're like wait a ah. second that's not the same person you're just trying to pass it off anyway I totally went on a um, well that's a cool tangent. I mean we're you know we're looking at a critical analysis or comparative analysis of the contemporary socioeconomic and political moment with Back to the Future, which I'm into. But honestly, one of my favorite parts of Back to the Future is the baller ending of part one. I mean, come on, Zemeckis. Like, the fact that he said to be continued at the end of credits when there was no sense of a film. Like, how many years was it between... Uh, Back to the Future 1 and Back to the Future 2. We'll have to check. I like, don't know. But Back to the Future oh, 1 is 85. When he was like, where we go, there, there, we, don't we don't need roads. roads or whatever. To be continued. And I remember seeing that in the movie theater. Yes. And I was like, so excited. I mean, one of the most anticipated sequels in my lifetime. I know. It was so excited. I think the anticipation was what killed the second movie. Oh, for you? Yeah, it was like, I was totally like, satisfied. How are we going to top this? Yeah. Meaning, I get it. I, as it got dystopic and whatnot, I don't know. I enjoyed it. I just realized you. that we haven't finished telling our story about Amanda and Wheels. Oh, yeah. Cool. So, back to <laughs> back to Wheels and Rileykins. We never get anything done nope. in our lives. Nope. It's our, our life, our relationship is one giant Welcome tangent. Welcome to trying to... Trying to get things done with Matt and stuff. Yeah. Oh, that that'll be our next podcast. <laughs> trying to get things done with Matt and stuff. <laughs> Stay because focused, Matt and stuff. They're drinking. Uh, so yeah. So um, they they. I were... mean, I've hardly had any of mine, but uh, uh, but I am tired. I'm almost done. I might need so, to. So Amanda Wheeler. And they're on Marco Polo. They're on Marco Polo. Right. And uh, I think initially they reached out on Marco Polo because all of the original team from MFF were on Marco Polo, and Riley kind of drops this bomb of, "Hey, everyone, we're getting married this week," and we're like, "What?" And she said, and the we... reason is because they were afraid they weren't going to be able to get married in October. Amanda Wheeler is, uh, so Mark Fisher Fitness was having, they were like trying to close up shop a little bit. And Amanda Wheeler was like staying on to teach online classes, but she was feeling really badly for some of her um, coworkers that had family members and were going to lose health insurance. So in, I think she gave up her health insurance to another employee, which is so badass. And she was like, well, Riley has health insurance and we're going to get married anyway so I can get on Riley's health insurance. And especially now you want to have health insurance because, hello, it's a pandemic. Hello, it's a pandemic. I mean. So she, um, so they, they were like, let's get our marriage certificate. Yep. And so they let everybody know that they, they had gone down to City Hall and they got their marriage certificate and they were like, we're going to get married um, in the next day or so. How should we 
record it. Yeah, should, should we, we go do it live? live? Should like, we stream it? So people it? piped in and they were like, well, we 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 also got married at City Hall and then the internet's not so great there. So you might want to just document it and then, you know, post it later. So, so that's all I thought. I, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm busy working via remote. Uh, I've been teaching and we've been transferring our classes to an online thing. So I'm like in meetings for that. Before I got furloughed, I was working via remote. And so I'm in WebEx meetings all day. So, so he I'm didn't not really Polo know what was point. happening. But I had less to do. I mean, I still had a lot to do, but I had a little less to do. And I was following this and I was like, oh my God, they're going to get married. This is so exciting. I cried a little bit. And then Riley gets on Marco Polo and she's very distressed and very upset and she was she was like guys we went down to city hall and we took all of our precautions they were wearing gloves and masks and everything and they got there and right as they got there they shut the doors they closed down mm. the marriage bureau and they could not get married and then came an onslaught of like people piping in and and one of the one of the first ones was like Andrew Cole mm. our friend Andrew was like uh, who basically runs MFF at this point, um, he was like, guys, I'm so sad for you, but I feel like we know a lot of people that um, are, uh, what do you like call it? Officiants? Officiants. So he starts naming them and he says, isn't Matt an officiant? I mean, didn't, and I, and then I got on and I was like, Matt is an officiant. I've married like three or He's four people He's married a bunch of people from, from Mark Fisher Fitness. And I was like, and you guys live in our neighborhood. They're 10 blocks away. Now, we were quarantining because uh, Matt had potentially been near some people. Yeah, well, we're not going to talk about that. Or but, maybe we should. I don't know. I mean, I basically what happened was I'm at work and we got an email saying that we'd potentially been exposed. And so and we, we didn't were told, know who or what. No, so. and so we were told to stay home for two weeks based on CDC guidelines, which I totally endorse and appreciate. So we took that very seriously, and we were like, "Well, we can't do it like face to face, but we only live on the fourth floor, <laughs> and I think we can do it from our window." And um, and I was like, "What about a what about a wedding from a window?" Now Matt doesn't know any of this. No, I'm in the bedroom. I'm, I'm on WebEx. Offering... I'm literally in conference meetings all day. <laughs> I'm offering his services without even checking. Which is fine. We're actually cool. One of the things that works for us is you know we're giggers and you know we are always like, "Sure, I'll check with stuff. I'll see if she can do it." Blah blah blah. Or I'll check with Matt. So, and I didn't know about this, but Riley starts texting Matt. Hey. You want to marry us in the next 24 hours? And I'm like, yes, yes. I just have to, yes, absolutely. And then she texts you what? She's like, uh, 20 minutes later, can you do it before 6 o'clock today? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, let me just get out of this WebEx meeting. So as soon as he's done with the WebEx meeting, right before that you text me, you're like, hey, want to go to a wedding? And I knew exactly what was happening, and I was so excited. And so um, we got together this wedding in 20 minutes. For real. We're rushing around. I'm planning my outfit. We asked Riley and, and Wheels flat out, do you want to live stream this? Or like, how do you want to do yeah. it? And they said no. Nope, so no we were not planning... This is supposed to be a private affair. It's very <laughs> intimate. I know it's on the street, private, but, but well, like, you know, but like we weren't looking outside, but for no. anything extra. Yeah, no. I was actually concerned that if I'm doing this wedding out of my window, someone's gonna yell, "Shut up!" 
I was too. So Matt is yelling out the window. Well, first we blew bubble wand. Oh, oh yeah. We well, didn't actually well, no, blow No, we didn't it. blow. We didn't blow. Well, let's, let's so we, as far as like we were running around, we were like, what can we do to make this happen? I asked Riley if she had any texts or words that uh, they've been thinking about and planning their wedding in October. She said no. I asked if they had any songs or playlists. She sent me some, some Spotify stuff. And then, uh, yeah, I got my outfit. You got your outfit. We, um, yeah, we put on outfits. We put on outfits because we want to, you know, it's... We wanted re to represent. Yeah, uh, it's a ritual and it's important and it's a significant moment. Oh. So we have this, this we have this dead bouquet of roses of, that I got stabbed. <laughs> you didn't buy me a dead bouquet. No, they were alive at the time. They were alive. And Before the time of Corona. Like, just like they do, they die. And I hadn't thrown them out before Corona. And then I was like, oh, wait, we can do something with this. Yeah. So I donned some gloves and I started picking them apart. And, and actually, the insides were still kind of alive. Ooh. And so I was... That's not make, metaphorical. I know, right? Dead on the outside, beautiful on the inside. <laughs> so, just like me. <laughs> so I pulled them apart and I made like a bowl of rose petals and then we went ran around we found some mm -hmm. we found our bubbles we found our bubbles because you know we've got we bubbles bubble, bubble but the thing about bubbles is okay so some of you know this i'm a medical clown right and so i have spent almost a decade bringing joy and delight to patients and family members and staff uh, uh members healthcare workers in in critical care environments and so when it comes to performing in a, in a critical care environment you gotta observe universal universal excuse me i need another sip it's you know, universal precautions. It's drink with Matt and Steph. Drink so. with Matt and Steph. Uh, universal precautions, meaning I'm used to disinfecting my props and working in isolation spaces where, you know, you're concerned about viral transmission. Sound familiar? With immunosuppressed Yes, immunosuppressed populations. Patients, and yeah. so the thing is, is you don't want to blow bubbles in an immune suppressed environment no. because then I am now um, blowing little bombs of of, of in potential infection everywhere. So we took our bubble wands and we just waved, we waved them, out, them the out the window to create cascades. Of and the funny thing As is, they is some of our neighbors uh, who, who were social distancing but weren't <clears throat> self-isolating yet, because it was still early, uh, were outside. And so the bubbles, the kids really enjoyed the bubbles cascading down. And then other neighbors started to join with they the did. bubbles later on. They they were like, they when Matt bellowed out the window, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it, and it was this, a bellow. Is, this is a wedding. And people started coming to their windows. Yeah. And Ooh. people started blow, like waving their bubble wands. I also lit sage, because, you know, sage is it's cleansing. cleansing, purifying. So we and, have music, and, and we have bubbles, and we have sage, and we have mat. But I also let, lit candles. Uh, we, I have a pair of candlesticks that I still have from when I proposed to staff that I haven't lit since. We may have lit them once on an we've, anniversary we've or something. We've lit a couple times. But I wanted to light them because I'm all about symbolism and romance. And So while this is happening and Matt is starting the ceremony, there's this couple that's walking down the street and they start filming. And we are so far away, we have no idea what's happening. I just um, don't want to fuck up. And then Matt reads a passage from Love in the Time of Cholera, which gets a lovely laugh from like all the people that are hanging out of their windows which watching. Is a lovely this thing. surprise. That's the thing. It when was I was such an amazing moment, I of started community. seeing people coming to their windows, and I was I almost cried because like, it was again, emotional. It was I emotional. wasn't anticipating anything. I just wanted to do this thing for Riley and Wheels, and and all of a sudden people were involved and invested. And then at the end, we found out that the two people that were filming it. 
um, were one of, they, they call themselves a media couple. One works for couple. ABC and Good Morning America, and then um, the other one is a journalist for the Wall Street Journal. Currently they on the Corona it. beat, they asked if it was if they if they had Riley and, and Wheels's permission to, to like post and tweet, and then they reached out to us, and then all of a sudden it went spiral viral. <laughs> spiral viral. Um, and it was so exciting because I think you know there's been so much distress and people just want to grab onto some hope and so it was like a really lovely hopeful thing it I was. actually well, and I like you know it was magic it really was magic and, and I Katie, do believe when there's magic there's hope yes say that again oh when there's magic I came up with my own catchphrase it was magic and when there's magic there's hope except don't say it with like a dorky like no I like it I think like it's it? very sexy okay, so. I'll, I'll do it again when there's magic there's hope. <laughs> <laughs> Should I do the like teetery, like, <laughs> it's so cute and that, sexy, huh? Sure, okay. <sighs> um, okay, so uh, Katie Kaufman Gibbons yes. and Harold Kaufman Gibbons also, uh, were filming it. Employees and of MFF and or former employees of MFF. And took amazing photos. Oh my God, Katie, the images that, kept, cap, uh, that Katie captured. Katie took a, a, a photo that I think is is likened to that um, that iconic image of was it V Day? Yeah, in, in Times Time Square, Square when the sailors kissing the. I hopefully they asked consent before they kissed each other, but you know it wasn't the 40s. sailors. I think it was a sailor or kissing a woman. Wheels and. No, you you're referencing the iconic photo. Of sure, Vida, but right? I feel like they were like together. They were like together, or maybe they were asked to do it. I don't know. Well, that's a thing. Ooh, we should Wikipedia well, no, the, the, that. The, the, the myth or the story is that all they these, were random. Yeah, totally. Hmm. Everyone was so happy that they just started kissing each other. Well, I think if you're kissing each other, that's okay, right? I I mean I hope so, but it was the '40s, and so just dudes in uniform, and maybe he was exerting his authority. So I think something you and I have talked a lot about when it comes to consent is we have very different ideas about <laughs> when it comes to kissing, right? So. I think there's a way to read people, and you know when somebody's like, yes, I want to be kissed with their eyes and their face. And, and Matt's like looking for explicit, I need, yeah. verbal, like, yes, you can kiss well, me. Well, because I took my freshman orientation at Vassar College very seriously. We were all gathered in the chapel. My VC peeps can attest to this. And there was an entire skit and sketch put on by one of the campus groups and the the takeaway was well primarily consent under the influence is no consent at all well, thank you that goes without saying but then from that moment forward i'm like oh yeah consent consent is so important but but of course i know there's implied consent and explicit consent i just prefer to err on the side of explicit consent i think but i think the thing is is like when somebody gives like you know you're in a relationship with somebody well that's and they're giving you that totally, come hither yeah, look and, and you're like I mean, and then the thing is, is like... Although sometimes when I see her come together... For somebody like me, I would be like... She's I would stopping be me because like, I'm interrupting her. I would I'm be sorry, like, I'm sorry. No, let, let me finish. I, if, you, if, I'm, if you interpret it as a come hither, mm-hmm. and you start to kiss me, and if I don't want to be kissed, I'm going to tell you I don't want to be kissed right now. Yeah, but sometimes I interpret your come hither look as get away from me. Wait, what? Yeah. Because oh. I, don't, I don't think I know what your come hither I think sometimes like. Matt needs some socialization. Well, you know, you know, I mean, and it's, it's just getting worse now that we're locked in a fucking apartment. Matt can't read my come hither. He thinks my come hither look means go away. Sometimes. Then I need to either work on my come hither look or you need to <laughs> figure that out. Man, because it's What all, am I doing wrong? I'm not doing anything wrong. Am I giving you a come hither look now? I mean, you're raising your eyebrows like a cartoon character, which I think is kind of <laughs> hot. That's so funny. 
So my come hither look is raising of the eyebrows in a cartoony sort of way. Yeah, kind of like just um, what everybody, like just what every romantic wants to hear. I mean, hey, I'm into it. I'm I'm giving you my best Bugs Bunny impression. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. That's hot. How did I ever get laid in college? Let's just ask that. No, let's not ask that question. No, because she got way more action than I did. Did we wrap up? I mean, yes, yeah, so that was the wedding. I mean. Yeah, um, I would say if you want to check out the wedding, oh, there's yeah. lots of different platforms to check it out. Yeah, on. just Google wedding, New York City, sidewalk, lesbians, quarantine couple, quarantine lesbian, couple. yeah, wedding, w- window wedding. Window um, wedding, love in the time of Corona. I mean, we're, you know, I like that hashtag, but. Or check out our Instagrams because we've posted oh, yeah. many, many things. Yeah, you can. You so can f- I'm Steph I'm, Sign and you're. Say that one more time. I'm Steph Sign. S T E P H S I N E. And you're. I know Matt Wilson. And uh, yeah, me. And then you know, now that we have our website up, maybe we'll post a link to some of these fun articles. Yeah, totally. But yeah, oh, but seriously, so check out the website. Go to drinkwithmattandsteph.com. Sign up. Share it with your friends. We'd really appreciate it because honestly, I'm really. We're really interested in creating community uh, during this time of social distancing, which. I prefer physical distancing because we shouldn't... Social distancing does not equal emotional distancing. You know what I mean? And so I know that we need to be apart, but, you know, how many ways can we come together? Well, it's already happening. Yeah. It's already happening. I had a high school reunion. Oh, that must have been weird. On Zoom, which was That must have been even weirder. Yeah, it was very weird. Yeah. Uh, But we can talk about that another time. I love it. I think we've hit our peak. Yep. For today, uh, if we peaked, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta refresh my beverage. I gotta get some water and have some meal. So y'all stay well, stay safe, stay, stay hydrated, hydrated, and stay positive. You know, like yeah. although with, but even I'm not into toxic positivity. So feel the feelings, and always reach out. You know, it's 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 hard. What's it's, happening is hard. It's hard and it's weird. Man. And be gentle with yourselves. Take it seriously, but be gentle with yourselves. And no, there's no judgment. I mean, well, no, there is judgment. No, you can't yeah. say that. No, you're right. Because, I mean, you can say whatever you want, but the thing is, is that people need to stay home. Yeah. And they need to stay safe. And they <laughs> they need to have a drink. <laughs> they need well, to stay safe, stay smart, wash your hands. And when I say wash your hands, like wash your hands. I kind of want to start the scrub that your hands movement instead of wash your hands. We talked Ooh, about like, that once before. Scrub like your that. hands. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Let's leave on a positive. I mean, it's all been pretty positive, but let's, mm. let's, um, what's like one thing you're happy about today? One thing I'm happy about today? You know what? I'm actually, I'm really looking forward to seeing my students on Thursday. Um, I see them via Zoom. I know it's weird for them because, you know, my, my first year business students, they're all freshmen, right? They've been in college and uh, for the, their first year in college, some of them had to leave and couldn't take their stuff home with them. Some of them had to leave and go to different countries. So I'm just looking forward to seeing them. Steph's giving me these signals to No, wrap it up, I'm wrap not. It up, oh my God. Why you gotta call me out like that? Because we're recording and I want to, so you know, the... I want everyone to understand what it's like to be in our relationship. Jesus. I can't tell how long we've been doing this. We've been doing this for a long time. 937 years. Oh, you mean the recording or yeah. the marriage? No, oh my God. <laughs> All right, on that note. Wait, 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 wait. Sweden aus, which is Deutsch for peace out. What? I, I, I want to say what I'm happy yeah. about. Oh, sure, please. I, you know, I didn't so finish I, it. But oh, just okay. that I have an, my orchid. Oh, my God, you guys. Steph rescued an orchid. I nursed an orchid back to health. It started last year, and I have the third. Bud is about to 
explode. I'm very excited. It's about to open. It's like on its way. And it's really cool because I don't know about you. I kill fake plants. And this plant has looked pretty dead for a long time. And it's almost Easter. Think about all the layers of symbolism. And, and it just kind of makes me think that there's a little bit of hope. Because where there's magic, there's, there's hope. There's hope. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye, guys. Have fun. <laughs>